Welcome to episode number 130 of the Tall Light Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we do want to say thanks everybody who's come to the uh, podcast lately. This has already been our busiest month ever, and we're only four days in. Ever. Uh, ever. So thank you. Um, I don't know if you guys are coming at us through the Radio Public app, which uh, helps uh, creators. It kind of honestly gives them a kickback of a little bit of money, which we put towards site fees to host uh, the podcast. So we appreciate that. So if you are not downloading through Radio Public, please check out the app. It's a good user-friendly app, and it helps us keep doing what we're doing. So right off the get-go, let's get into some Marvel news. First things first, David Harbour, a.k.a. Hopper from Stranger Things, and Rachel Weiss, a.k.a. that girl in The Mummy. <laughs> Actually, I love Rachel Weiss. She was just in The Favorite. She did an amazing job. Um, but she, uh, they're both joining the Black Widow movie. Yeah, it's a big pickup there. So, I mean, this movie's really picking up steam, so we know there's Marvel movies coming next year. So regardless of the slate announced or not, Black Widow is coming out next year. And there was a rumor today that uh, first we thought maybe Eternals was coming, but I guess maybe now Doctor Strange may be headed into that slot in 2020. We don't know that no. Black Widow's coming out next year, though. Like, here's the thing. None of these movies have been filming. So, yes, we could get a later release of next year, but Doctor How? Strange is going to be so, so effects-heavy. that November, November of next year. It's almost two years, practically, for that movie. It came out in November, the first one. And Black I, Widow. How hard Black Widow is going to be to film? They could do that by... By the end of the year, easily. So six months. Top. I am guaranteeing you a towel like guarantee. Those are our 2020 slate right there. You guys heard it here first. Uh, that's it, and of course Morbius. Right, right. Let's not forget about that. Jared Leto standing on the corner of a street. It's yeah. getting, it's getting thrilling. I'm getting thrilled. So let's move on to Endgame. Tickets are on sale. For some time, not any time in the immediate future because they've been sold out. They, again, broke Fandango, broke every other site um, as far as how fast the ticket sales went, but I was lucky to pick that up. Um, AMC is doing a 22-movie marathon. For some reason, that has not been released, though. And No, no that's rumored right now. Um, no. Is it? I don't think so. Oh, they just haven't they haven't put it out to the yeah. uh, for purchase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they're still like dealing with the logistics of this. <laughs> I think they are, but but I think like you should have already done that because like if I'm going to take off 2 days of work, like I need to know I'm taking off 2 days of work. It's like 3 days, man. Okay, 3 days, whatever the case may be, like so um and then today Actually, right before we jumped on the episode today, uh, the Russo brothers have confirmed um, the hour, the runtime is three hours and 58 seconds. Yep. Fine. I've watched Braveheart and Lord of the Rings, and I'm ready for a comic book adventure that is that long and epic. Because I thought about it today, and I said, they might need 45 minutes just to wrap up the movie for whatever, you know, whatever happens. Uh, so, who knows, man? <laughs> this is 10 years of movies uh, culminating to this, this masterpiece. <laughs> so, Yeah, when I read it today, I read it as three hours and 58 minutes. And even then I go, okay. I've seen The Godfather. I've seen Avatar. I've seen The Hobbits. I don't care. I'll sit in that theater for a Marvel movie. But three hours is a little bit easier to juggle. Um, but again, doesn't matter. Could be there all day. Absolutely. All right, moving on. We got some DC news. Uh, Chris, give us your thoughts, man, because you saw it. Uh, it comes out officially tonight. 
uh, we're recording this on the fourth, and it's funny. My wife looks over and she goes, "We're not at Shazam right now. <laughs> like we always see movies early. Like what's going on?" <laughs> so that was weird. What did what did you what are you thinking? I'm gonna try to go on Sunday. Yeah, why aren't you there right? Yeah, tonight um, instead of us doing this podcast. Seriously, man. Um, <laughs> uh, so you know what, man? If if you love DC. You know at least a little bit about Shazam and the real Captain Marvel. Um, then go see this movie. Uh, I had a great time. It, I, I can't wait to go see it again. I'm going to try to see it this weekend. Uh, and it, it it's just a lot of fun. And I just like the direction that DC is going in right now. Okay, good. Um, guys, I don't know. why <laughs> I haven't even been drinking tonight. Maybe that's why I skipped some Marvel <laughs> So we got to go back. Angela, Angelina Jolie is supposed to be in the Eternals. I she's rumored. Mark. Okay, so we don't really have to talk about that. But all no. I'll say is, once you're in the Disney family, yeah, for the most part, you don't leave it. So if she's doing Maleficent, um, that's coming out in a few months. So I wouldn't be surprised if she she gets added to the Eternals. Um, I absolutely believe it. <laughs> Yeah, that one it's it's fine. You know, I think it's a matter of time for her to go and join a superhero movie that's not wanted because it's based off a comic people by Mark Millar. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so oh, and she was in Tomb Raider. So she she's fine. She does all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Maisie Williams uh who is supposed to be in New Mutants if the movie ever comes out was uh she aired some frustrations last week saying she didn't know what was going on with the movie. But uh, CinemaCon has confirmed that it is on the slate, even post-acquisition of Fox. So they're going to release everything that Fox had um, already started production on. And those movies are all going forward, i.e. Dark Phoenix, um, New Mutants. There was a few other ones that are not Marvel movies that like were in production. But they are going to do that and... We're talking. We're going to talk a little bit more about the X Men and in this Disney deal uh, later on in the show. But what what are your thoughts on this? Because I really don't give a shit about New Mutants. Yeah, Shazam was great, man. I think that everybody should go see it this weekend. <laughs> All right, so let's keep going with the DC news because, well, I can't say it's even better because most of it's sad. But okay, let's go. <laughs> I do have some things to say in a second here. Um, so. I think Jai Cordy did way too many mushrooms the first time around on, on the original Suicide Squad. And uh, I don't know if he's actually speaking, you know, from, you know, through God's eyes or something, you know, but he thinks he's in the Suicide Squad. This is not even anything official. He just kind of said this in an interview. So take it with a grain of salt and okay. an eighth of mushrooms. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't mind him. I didn't mind anybody in the movie. No, no. The second half. So I, you know, fine. If he's in it, he's in it. If at this point, the only person who's replaced is Will Smith. And that's just due to making like a million different movies. So, um, okay, cool. Let's get into this crap hole. Uh, the Joker movie was released. The trailer was released. I, hated it. I will say that from the internet, it seems like I am in the collective minority on this thought process. But to me, I I just like, I'm okay if you want to stay in the real world with things, but we've seen it. It was the Dark Knight movies. It was the Nolan trilogy, and I'm good. I want my Joker, I want my Batman, I want everyone to have an air a fantasy around it at this point. And unless we get some more Arkham-y things like the Penguin and Riddler and all that other stuff, I just don't care personally. I, you know, I took myself, I didn't like it the first time I watched it um, because I want, you know, I've been living in this comic book surreal world of, you know, movie making and TV that we've, that we're in that we've come a long way the since golden age, the go, you know, whatever, man, the, um, the modern age. <laughs> uh, but when I, you know, 
then I saw that meme about how like you know acid changed who the Joker was in the old days, and now it's like society screws this guy up. And you know, there is no real origin to the Dark Knight's Joker, um, which I I find very interesting. And and seeing that those two um, were friends, and um, you know, this Joker kind of when you see him on the stairs and when you see him kind of in the, the last transformation, that trailer, it is very chaotic, like that Joker. So I, I like the fact that this is kind of going outside of what they are doing with the, with the more fantastical um, DC movies. And that if you're going to say, this is just a story about this guy who becomes the Joker in the, in this, in this dark world, fine. I'll, and you want to just pretend this is just another Worlds of DC movie, an Elseworlds tale? I'll go with it if it's if it's a decent movie. You know, I is it is it crazy in 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 the Joker that we that we want to see? I, probably not, but I would be okay with it if if it was this this Elseworlds tale um, that doesn't influence what we're going to see in the Batman, right? And and I get that argument, and I even get the argument of saying like, it's a story. We still don't know his real origin. It's almost like a, this is someone's interpretation of what his origin is. You know what I mean? Like I get it, and I see the the ties to the Killing Joke. And again, I'm okay with that. It's just overall, I um, I personally, I just don't care. That's all. You know what I mean? Like mm. at some point. Maybe it'll change my mind with another trailer, but from that first trailer, I was just like, oh, I'm watching his taxi driver and the king of comedy with De Niro. And, you know, I just, whatever. <laughs> just yeah. don't need to see that. <laughs> no, I, I get you completely because I, I feel both ways. Um, and I, and I would like to lean towards this, this Scorsese produced film that, you know, could he jumped be. Off. He did. He did. Uh, that's even sadder now. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Okay. So we did actually get another Joker look, and that's for Gotham. Um, I, whew, I, I, I'm not <laughs> caught up. I mean, their Bane was pretty horrific. So um, I'm not caught up. I don't know what's going on. But it's also Gotham, and it's so off the rails anyway. that I, For that, I just go, well, he looks like Joker. <laughs> Whack. Um, yeah, where, where, how far back are you? I'm probably two episodes behind. I'm not super far back. Isn't okay, it done? So, like, when's it over? No, no, the, it comes back for the final two episodes either this week okay. or next. It's like the 16th or in a couple weeks. Okay. It was like three weeks until it was, but I'm, I haven't watched the episode before the break. That's okay. so I'm like an episode in front of you. Uh, this season has been, for the most part, part kind of disappointing as we've spoken about in a little length this uh through these podcasts but um there are some highlights and it's just you know if it was a normal season Gotham, as we've always said it'd be okay because we know something crazy would be happening but there's only a couple of episodes left and we really got to wrap things up and it'll be kind of interesting how they do that in two episodes yeah and we also did get to see the tease of the back of batman's yeah mask and it's Batman. Yeah. That cowl is Batman. So um that's gonna be interesting to see how that turns out. Um totally not just kind of off subject real quick. I I don't know why, but I tuned into the first few minutes of Birds of Prey because I was on DC Universe and I was like I kept seeing commercials for it and I was like, okay, let me just watch this. So horrible. I love that and then show. do you know who wrote it? Uh no. Okay, so I cannot pronounce her name. It's super Greek. It's Lyta Kagarolis or whatever, but she works with James Cameron on almost everything. She's one of the writers of Avatar. She also brought to screen um Altered Carbon. So awesome. like I mean she knows stuff. So I was like, holy cow. So maybe I'll like actually like give it a chance, but I just watched like 15 minutes and I was like Oh my god, this is ridiculous. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah. Another Elseworlds tale. So, yes. 
Uh, all right. So continuing on the sad train, um, Emily Bet Records is leaving Arrow after this season. Um, I think this is something that they probably knew from the beginning of the season with how this, if you're watching Arrow, you could kind of see the writing on the wall at the beginning and it's just continued on through. I've actually loved this season. I like, I, I, you know, there's really maybe been like a couple episodes that have been a little lacking, but for the most part, it's been continuing how it's been the last two seasons, which have been great. So, um, I do love Felicity. I do think she'll come back at least in the finale in the series finale. I think she'll show up, but you know, they only got 10 episodes next year and they got to start cutting people out anyways, but I think they'll give her a good farewell, a better one than Curtis's, which is just like, I got to go work for another company because I don't like what you're doing. I was like, Oh, that's how you send that character off after like three or four years. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. A major like Justice League character. Ugh, I know. <laughs> or at least a <laughs> Justice League Unlimited. Well, uh, we are going to get to see him in Justice League versus the Fast and the Furious or whatever that's coming out next week. That's Fatal exactly Five. the movie I can't wait to see. <laughs> the Batmobile versus Vin Diesel. Yeah. I Ugh. actually. Vin Diesel driving the Batmobile. Now. Ugh. <laughs> get, get riding it. Swimming. The Rock riding Lobos. <laughs> As like, Black Adam. Yeah. The Black Adam t-shirt on. Yeah. Okay, Jim Lee, you heard it here first. We need this comic crossover. <laughs> we just wrote it. Call us. That's right. Um, sorry, anyway, so what do you think about Felicity leaving? Dead. You think she dies? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I think that... I don't know. It's so strange with the flash forward. Uh, that which I, I love. Yeah, it's. I don't know how that's going to all play out, and I'm wondering if it has major ramifications with the Felicity. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, let's move over to the DC universe. Uh, Swamp Thing has been confirmed to be coming May 31st. Oh, Young Justice is back on seven two, continuing with their. Uh, 4th of July theme like they did in the first season, which is great. As well as what is this? Their entire comic library. Oh my gosh. There's like, Keep, you, you finish the rest of this. It's insane. Um, so yeah, Swamp Thing is coming. Uh, it is confirmed. Definitely the Ellen Ward, the, the run that they'll be covering. So nice. get ready for crazy stuff. And they, they, the thing I watch is like, we want to scare you with this show. So, very excited, um, but the um, the entire comic library is re- is going to be re- uh, released. You know, there's we're going from like five thousand to twenty thousand comics. I was looking through it the other day, and it was just I I got through to see by the time I was like, man, it's a lot of books. Um, so kudos to them. And now new comics will be put on there 12 months after release. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 12 yeah. months. Wait. And 12 months. One year. Yep. Sorry. Okay. That's fine. It's yep. better than not anything. So, okay. So, that's fine. So you go yeah. on there now. There's tons of rebirth issues. There's, there is. Yeah. I did there's, see time. That. there's tons of stuff on there. I yeah. just, it's great. Um, original programming, all this stuff. And now, uh, now, Justice League versus the Fatal Five will be on there April sixteenth, and it's being hailed as a Justice League Unlimited lo- love letter to the, uh, nice. to the animated series. So, very excited. Right. Probably much more than that stupid Batman and Harley Quinn cartoon that totally was an embarrassment for me to watch. It yeah, was... but we've had we've had others since then. But that's not my point. Is is that that movie took place in the animated series world? Ah. Okay, that was like the first one in a long time. It was just like, what is this? This is not. This is not the tone or the the stuff they would do or how they would talk. It was garbage. Yeah, it It was garbage. Hot farts. Yeah. Okay. Um, Finally, uh, we got to look at our first look at Breck Bassinger as Star Girl in costume, and the show is now going to be in 2020. Yeah, I thought that was a look at like a. Low level Captain Marvel, but you're right, it was Stark Girl. <laughs> no, 
It's his name is Shazam. Oh wait, that's right. That Captain Marvel. Sorry, the real Captain Marvel, right? <laughs> or Captain Marvel? I'm. It's hard to keep up with all. Of that. No, no, it's Marvel. Mary Marvel, the Marvel <laughs> family. You know. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, she, that came out twenty years before. You know. She looks like the character. She does. She does. So I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I this show. I I think it's I think it's good because they do have a very diverse lineup. So that's all I'm gonna say. Yep. 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 And that's important, even though it's very mature. It's like, hey, hey, teens, come watch this show. But maybe you can flip over to Doom Patrol when your cool. parents are watching. Exactly. Sweet. Get your <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> um, let's go on to some comic news. So I cannot pronounce his name, but I'm going to say it. Roberto Aguirre Sacasa signs a multiple-year deal with WB. He is known as the current CEO of Archie Comics. Uh, He also wrote The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, as well as Afterlife, that whole thing. So um, this deal kind of just continues what he's been doing, like with Riverdale, with Sabrina, Kathy Keene. I don't know if it means they're going to keep expanding more um, in that world. But yeah, he's he's in the WB world for quite a while now. Remember, they announced that there are like multiple the black imprint series. Yeah. More, not just that more than just that. Even it was just multiple, including that. So the Archie world is about to blow up everywhere. I, and this is just another sign of it right there. Of the apocalypse. <laughs> the arch. <laughs> I was trying to think of something like that, but yeah, I can't say it. Okay. Whatever. All right. Moving on. Eric Larson. Uh, best I think known. it's Eric Larsane. Yeah. Um, Don't butcher his name. The creator of Savage Dragon, one of the original founders of Image Comics, and I think he's one of those vice president, CEO. He's, he's up there. Um, he is going over to Marvel to do some work on some projects for the upcoming 80th anniversary. He's He tweeted out that he can't tell you what it is, but it's a series of pages. I think it's like he might be drawing like a one-off or writing a one-off or something like that. So I thought that was interesting. He hasn't worked for Marvel in, ooh, 20-something years. <laughs> and they asked him back. They need him. I'm sorry. That, that's That'll be good times, I think. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, one of the, the big guys from the 90s. So we'll see what he's got going on there. Okay, let's move on to what do we got here? You got another big guy from the nineties going back to image. That's right. Another image person, Jim Lee. Um Spawn the DC guy. (laughs) That's right, the DC guy. So Spawn is at this point the longest running independent comic book of all time. And the three hundredth issue is coming up. And Todd McFarlane tweeted out that he asked Jim Lee to come back and draw for it, and Mm -hmm. Jim Lee agreed. So we will be pre-ordering that, won't we, Chris? We always do these these uh, these 200th, the 250th, the 300th. Yes, we we love our spawn anniversary issues because then we can go say, "Hey, Todd McFarlane, Center Comics, because you're awesome." That's right, hanging up on my wall. Okay, Valiant is doing another weird-ass thing with their comics. Like, today they announced a glass edition for an upcoming comic, which I was like, I don't even know what that means. Googly like, eyes the other day. Googly <laughs> eyes, bloodshot is coming, but... Um, what Wait, wasn't be, it, was that April Fool's Day? That might have been an April Fool's Day joke. Uh. I, it might have been. But what they're doing right now is they're going to take 500 in 91 comics put it on a usb stick for it's 65 to 90 dollars depending on there's a special edition and there's a regular edition but that's every uh new so since 2012 image or uh, valiant comic you can get for that price all digital yes but that's like 
nothing. That's better than any of the Humble Bundle deals that have come out in its time. And it's well worth it. It's I don't even know how to say it. It's it's like the best price to pay ever. <laughs> it is. Unless you run a website and you go back into your email archives for the past six years like I did. And I created a PDF masterpiece on our drive that has all of these comics. Well, mostly, mostly. But yes, this is genius. This is pure genius. And I almost, I almost bought it to be honest because I was, I stopped it like 2014 because it was got a little tedious. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot, but it's worth it. And then finally, in comic book news, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, back again mm-hmm. to create... For the last time. Well, <laughs> so it, when you read it, it says it's the last... Uh, it's, so it's called The Last Night on, on uh, Earth, as in Dark Knight, but they say it's the last Batman story. So I think it's kind of like what they did with Book of the Dead in Valiant, where maybe they show him dying or something. But it's like Bruce Wayne wakes up, and he's got the head of Joker with him, which talks. <laughs> yeah, I just watched the uh, the interview with the two of them uh, from WonderCon, and it was on DC Daily. Oh, nice. That was – yeah, so that's 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 what it's being hailed as. It's like the – their their last story of this run that they started together um in in this sense so that's that's exciting hmm. so also we have pre-ordered that yep. um so yeah so that's it that's uh all we're going to talk about for comics and we're going to go to commercial be right back there the bugger is she's a big one ain't she oi over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're true cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? (laughs) Well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. We're back after those commercials, and we're going to get right into some TV news. Specifically Netflix. Uh And only Netflix. So it would seem. Uh, So Umbrella Academy Season 2 has been confirmed. It is coming. Uh, Season 1 was met with rave reviews. Seems like everybody in the world watched it, comic book fans or otherwise. And I'm excited to see it come back. So uh, what about you? I am. Um, I even know somebody who doesn't even like this kind of stuff that liked it. Uh, So I think that's very exciting. Yeah, I I think that's... It is like I got some, you know, questions from like uh, friends and family who don't read comics and aren't familiar with the source material, and they were like, "Oh, did you watch it?" And I'm like, "I read it. Of course, I watched it. Don't talk to me." Um, but I'm glad that you're watching it. So, talk to me. <laughs> Get more money to Gerard away. Uh, yeah. Cowboy Bebop has found its cast. We've got John Cho in the title role as Spike. Mustafa Shakir is Jet Black. And Daniela Pineda will play Faye Valentine. So I don't know the other two, but I love John Cho. And I'm glad that they picked an Asian um, person to play the title role for this. 
uh, Mustafa Shakir was the villain in Luke Cage season two. Oh, that guy? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Bushwhacker. Uh, Bushwhacker? Yeah. Okay. He, if I looked at a side-by-side comparison, and I think that's going to be pretty awesome. Um, these, this is that, I like these castings visually. Uh, and I was very apprehensive about this show. Um, and, the, and it's interesting that they, they, they cast John Cho. And, I, and I'm very excited, actually, for that, to see how that turns out. Because you love Harold and Kumar? I, I just, you know, I've, I've, John Cho's been a lot of stuff that I've watched, and I just think that he is versatile. Um, and I'd like that they, they, that they cast an Asian actor in the, in the role. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. Um, and then Daniela Pineda is, is, is also perfect for that role. Um, she played the nerdy science girl in Jurassic World on Kingdom. Oh, jeez. I didn't even watch that movie. I still need it, to. Maybe it's I better than the first one. I have heard that. Um, one thing we didn't know, or I, I didn't know, is that our friend Christopher Yost is writing the first episode. That's, that's even better. Yeah. So, good. Christopher that's Yost. Fun. So, guys, just a little geek out for you. Christopher Yost did write Thor. Uh, the Dark World, and I think he also wrote Ragnarok. Um, so you got that. But he also did Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon, which is one of the best freaking cartoons ever. It's the definitive Avengers cartoon. It, it is the definitive Avengers cartoon. Absolutely, it is. So before they got just Earth's Mightiest Heroes, because then it changed, right? Though, yeah, because then it went to what a it different... looks like for the movies. Yes, yeah, that world. And it's it's very in-depth, and they do a lot of different stories and stuff, but I never got as attached to it as I did that show. So that's Someday, like your, maybe I'll go back and watch the other one, but Earth's Mightiest Heroes is so good. <laughs> yeah, I've watched that a few times, actually. Yeah. It's not uh, hard. It's no, no, it's an easy bench. Um, all right, so let's move on to movie news. Our boy, Mark Hamill, it will be reprising his role... <laughs> It's Chucky. Which Farm he boy. Yeah. <laughs> he did it in Robot Chicken, and he's back to do it again in the upcoming reboot. Um, I still don't, you know, I don't have any high hopes for this film. It's great to see that Mark Hamill's voice will be in there, uh, so that's cool. But other than that, you know, I still don't give a crap about this movie necessarily. Was was Brad Dwarf busy? Well, we already know. We already talked about this. I know. I'm just he I'm is just busy thinking. actually voicing Doing real chucky stuff. So yeah, I um, yeah, I don't say I don't care. Still, I love Mark Hamill. Right, of course, and I'll always love Mark Hamill. That's that's you know that's it. He's uh, yes, I, he is the voice of the Joker in Birds of Prey. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I had to look that up because I was like, this sounds just like Joker. Yes. Mark Hamill can do no wrong with his voiceover. So, anyway, moving on. Akira, uh, I guess it's happening. I guess this is a thing that is going on. It's still, like, happening. And it just got awarded uh, over $18.5 million in tax credits to shoot in California. So, you don't give tax credits to something that's not happening? <laughs> And it's still um, produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. That yep. is still happening. And possibly Taika Waititi will be either directing or also heavily producing it as well. So, Yeah, I can't, I can't wait for that. Uh, just to see something from that. So please, just continue with the good news about uh, the live-action Akira movie. You know, it's been long rumored since like Wizard Magazine was casting Keanu Reeves in the role of Canada. (laughs) He was also Spike Spiegel to rewind it a little bit. He also was. Yeah, he was. So, you know, I don't. eh. Akira is a movie where it shouldn't be touched. 
<laughs> but it's so damn confusing. And I know they have made it better now with the recent Blu-ray and stuff like that, where it does make more sense. But like, I could see you doing something with it kind of cool and like kind of just like taking the ideas that were presented in the film, but making them your own. And I probably would enjoy it if it's done right. I don't think it's untouchable. Those ideas translate very well into today. I don't, it it could easily, that movie could be made today and it would be the same thing. Um, It doesn't, it ages very well. um, And it's very achievable as a, as a live action movie. Uh, So, especially now with the CGI, it's just, we're at that point. I was just like, like we were just saying, we're in the golden age. Um, when do we have the CGI to see superhero movies like this? So it's it's the same thing. Look at this Godzilla movie that's coming. <laughs> well, that's funny you say it because I was actually literally just going to mention that too. I get I read like the opening scene or a scene that they showed at Wonder or uh, CinemaCon, uh, which we're about to get into. And did you read it? I did. I guess I. I don't want to say anything then, but it involved Ghidorah, and I was just like, oh my god, I cannot wait to see this. So, um... Out of control. Out of control. So a lot of things got shown at CinemaCon, and because we didn't see it, we weren't there. I can't go over everything. I'm just going to highlight a couple things. Like, they did show that. They showed the the people actually talking uh, from The Lion King. They announced a lot of release dates from Warner Brothers movies. They showed footage from It too. Um, so, you know, two things that were off CinemaCon, even though Disney did have a big presence there, they showed more footage of Endgame. Um, they did not show anything from Frozen 2, and they did not show anything from Star Wars. Nothing. Mm. No, you got you got Celebration coming. <laughs> yes, which Celebration we have in... like 11th. It's next week. Yeah. Starts in one week from the day we're actually recording this, I think. Okay. You're right. And it's long, right? Or is it before this? Thursday. Today's Thursday. Mm, No, I think it's Wednesday. (laughs) Remember, it's longer this year. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I think it's five days. Milk that. Yeah. I want to say it's Wednesday, and I think. They're gonna. I think you know. Maybe the first day they'll start out with something like Phantom Menace. You know, we're gonna talk about this. Soon. Yeah, we just jumped ahead again. We just jumped ahead. We'll stick. We'll I'll back talk to the future. It. Let me go back to CinemaCon. So Ang Lee said that they're going to be doing a 120 frames per second film. Um, how do I explain this? We usually see film in 24 frames per second. Our eyes can see things at 60 frames per second. The Hobbit movie was shot at 48 frames per second, and a lot of people were jarred from that. If you happen to see it in the theater, it looked like British television because they shoot at a higher frame rate. I don't know what 120 frames per second looks like because it's not been done. And so Ang Lee is going to be shooting his latest movie, of course, there was a couple people who were also praising him, being Peter Jackson, being uh, James Cameron, who has not confirmed at what frame rate his movies are getting shot at, because God knows he's probably doing something like that. So just curious, you know, I think right now, just um, overseas, some theaters are going to get equipped to be able to show these films. Um, but we're having, you know, that's the one thing for me as a film buff, like, hearing those kind of announcements at CinemaCon are like, ooh, oh, new, you know, technologies are coming out. Ooh, okay, great. <laughs> so, uh, you know, do you have any thoughts on that? Just, that's why I, uh, that's why we live near big cities, man. So we can go see that stuff and it hits. Well, at least we're lucky enough to do that. I'm sure that the technology would be in like New York and San Fran and LA yeah. and stuff. So hopefully, hopefully, it, I, yeah, I, I, I can't even, I can't even imagine what that looks like. It, it just makes my eyes hurt. <laughs> yeah. It. I, well, who knows? Maybe you'll be inside of it. It's supposed to help with 3D specifically. That sounds. You're watching it. That sounds really dirty. You're gonna get inside the Avatar. 
Okay, and then finally, Disney, in its powerful glory, did cut in uh, footage from X-Men into its sizzle reel of things. It was a quote from Wolverine from one of the movies where he's talking about how, like, things are never going to be the same. (laughs) So, fitting, you know, that we're going to... They're coming. It's happening. The X-Men will join Disney and can't be can't be more excited yeah absolutely all right we got our first look at some pictures some more official pictures from uh terminator dark fate um including arnold and more of uh lyndall hamilton and the uh that and then we also learned that uh the terminator that's in the movie will have the ability to split in half so maybe make like multiple versions of itself This is the dude that played Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. Oh, really? Yeah. What's his name? I don't remember his name, but um, yeah, that's what I, th- I think he plays the bad Terminator in this movie. Oh, okay. Um, I thought that Arnold Schwarzenegger looked pretty badass in that pick. Um, yeah, he did. Wow. I mean, I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited for this movie. So let's do it. It's when one of those things. Th- it comes out this year, and I keep forgetting that it's coming out this year so that's another one i don't even know what the release date of it is like the end of the year is packed with stuff so okay you know we'll be there love terminator oh yeah and then finally uh ben diesel joins avatar that's that's it all in the family it's the disney family i love ben diesel yeah so He's gonna join Avatar. I hope he's actually one of the uh, Pandorians. I don't know what the word is. Navi, so, I guess, is the best term. <laughs> right, but isn't there other species, races, and species? Yes. Yeah, like all that it's different a planet. Stuff. Right, yeah. and each movie isn't even a real sequel to the other. It's right until like maybe a compilation movie or whatever. But I, yeah. who know? Because that's why I just kind of put this. It's like he joins the Avatar sequel. Well, what what is this? It's like, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. James, yeah, James Cameron did say like they're just going to different parts of the planet, so like the ideas you know that he set forth are going to carry over. Some characters may carry over, but other than that, like that's that's it. So, um, unlike Star Wars, where every planet is like one, you know, like client uh, climate. <laughs> And mostly one species or one character, like he's actually making a planet, you know, like Earth, which has multiple species. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's the term I was looking for. All right. Moving on to gaming news. Um, We have a bit of what's coming from the Sega Mini. As we know, there's been a big trend from Nintendo. Uh, PlayStation came out with one and bombed horribly i think they're giving them away when you open up a credit card now yeah it's Um, funny it's like you know how they normally lock these the nintendo ones up the the sony ones are just sitting out on like an end cap it's like steal me yeah nobody cares um but sega seems to be doing it right uh we got some titles echo the dolphin which i remember was one of the first things you could play with genesis uh castlevania bloodlines comics zone Toe Jam and Earl, Altered Beast, of course, Sonic, of course, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Machine, Bean Machine, which you know, was favorite. Dr. Mario ripoff, and then Gunstar Heroes, which was one of my favorite games. And then that's it so far. There's going to be 40, and we've got eight. So um, price points should be around 80 bucks. Uh, it's coming out on September 19th. If I didn't drop so much money on what we're going to talk about, I'd probably want to get it. But I will put it on my Christmas list. <laughs> exactly. I said I bought it. I didn't say anyone else. <laughs> All right, let's go on. Can't wait for that. I went to PAX East last week. 
uh, first time there, you can read my article on don'tforgettotell.com, which is a little bit of a pack survival guide. But my overall thoughts was it's the most overwhelming experience that I've ever had at a con before, outside <laughs> of celebration, of course, um, because of sure, like, brain explodatrons. But this was pretty awesome. Uh, we've been running this website for almost seven years. And we get contacted by indie video game companies every day. And we've been getting contacted by them for years. And we've reviewed a lot of them um, throughout the years on Brewlist as well as on this website. And to be able to connect with a lot of those uh, innovators, tabletop game people, card game people, and of course, just, you know, video games, like, it was cool. Um, you need the four days as a, as a media person. You can't do it in one. And you probably need a partner. Um, two things that I didn't have this time around was time and help. So uh, usually the Merrick, a.k.a. Jackie, is the one who does this and covers him for DFAT. But she unfortunately wasn't able to make it, so I took over. It was an awesome time. Can't wait to go again. That's amazing, man. That makes me want to go to PAX West. Or just PAX. There's a PAX by you. I think. It's, yeah, PAX. Yeah, just regular PAX. So, yeah. Bill PAX, and I think is what it's called. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I think they changed it to Bill PAX 10. <laughs> they did, in honor of uh, the greatest actor of all time. That's right. Um, but yeah, you would you would love it. You'd be in, in nerd heaven, quite honestly. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and one of the best things that happened there was the announcement trailer for Borderlands 3. A game that we've been waiting for five years. It's been that long. Oh, you know what's funny is the very first I looked. I was watching um, the uh, our unboxings, and I, I went back in time. Yeah. The very first unboxing that we put up was my, two. my Borderlands Two, and I got to watch it again. It's probably very raw and like you know truthful and and original defect content right there, man. Yeah. Um, I remember you getting that because I didn't get that <laughs> that huge loot box. But um, yeah, super, super excited. Uh, this one's even better. I can't <laughs> even. The miniatures and the, the snap-together ship. And yes. good God, man. Yeah, But it comes in one of those loot boxes. Well, the other one did. Yours did. Right. This one better. Yeah. So Better be bigger. Um, yeah, Randy Pitchford was actually hilarious. I've never, I've seen him like, you know, video and stuff, but he did like a whole magic trick there and he was just on fire. He was so excited to release this trailer. And I don't blame him because the trailer is freaking awesome. Yeah. Another sweet ass song like they do. And then like another funny, you, you know, I'm, I'm replaying Borderlands because they re released that um, in HD on Tuesday, which is great. Um, so I'm going back to Pandora and I'm just like, I can't, I, I remember things, you know what I mean? Like, like what, like kind of an over idea of what I have to do and where I'm going to go. But like the games are so freaking funny. <laughs> I just forgot how crazy they are. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super excited to, I'll probably play these throughout the summer and then catch up in September when we, we go into the vault together at like midnight. When you get to the Handsome Collection, let me know. I'm going to jump on with you. We'll get warmed up for our time with Borderlands 3 because, you know. Um, well, we can do that. Yeah. Moses yeah, let's too. do we it. Do yeah, we can all do it because now Moses is going to play it. So let's let's do it, man. Because, uh, you know, you got me into this game. And I wasn't really into, like, first-person shooters that much at that point. I was just kind of. Yeah. You know, I casually play them, but this one just like changed. <laughs> I'm no, this one changed Border my perspective on like, everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did. Um, but I'm much better at them because of it. Uh, so I will always thank Borderlands for for uh, reinvigorating my uh, first person shooter uh, participation. And if you guys are feeling as nostalgic as we are about Borderlands, which I have, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos over the past mm. week, like just to kind of reacquaint myself um read our i think it was it was it four of us who did a review of borderlands 2 <laughs> i think you me moses and jackie 
all did a review of Borderlands 2 or the pre-sequel. I can't remember, but we all got it. So we're all pretty huge Borderlands fans here. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it got the comics. I mean, like, it's kind of crazy. Got the toys. <laughs> it's, it is one of those pinnacles of geek culture in our life. It's just like, it's, it, it's like my top, in my top 10 of all geekly things. Yeah. And it's super funny because I was like, I didn't know that like it would be such such a rabid fan base because like the collector's editions were selling out left and right. And then Jackie was like, look at us. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Right. And we're like, that's such a nuclear, like nuclear family right there that at least like, did she buy the collector's edition? She didn't, but of course she pre-ordered the game. Oh, right. But so, it, yeah. So right there. But then like, the two of us are going to drop in 250 on it. You know, it's like, I don't know what the amount is. Oh, what? <laughs> $2 and 50 cents. Exactly. All right. We need to switch to star Wars news. Let's go. <laughs> you take it. Awesome. Uh, so listen, we love audio dramas here at DFAT, and we've been waiting for the perfect star Wars one. And it looks like we're going to get it because we're getting a new Dooku story called Jedi Lost, and this just uh, what was that? What was that uh, novel that I really liked? Dark Disciple. I loved that book. Uh, I didn't think I would as much as I did, and uh, I hope this is in the, the same kind of like light of that. Uh, Who's writing this? I I don't know, but it's it's it is a it's an audio drama. So it's going to be acted out and everything. I don't know who's writing the script. I should have probably looked that up. Okay. I'm just, um, okay. That's fine. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Asajj Ventress will be in it. Uh, Yes. Kevin Scott, who I don't believe has done one, but can I just, can I just do this real quick? Yeah. 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 Yeah, So, um, Dooku's life began as one of privilege, born within the stony walls of his family's estate, orbited by the funeral moon where the bones of his ancestors lie interred. <laughs> but soon his Jedi abilities are recognized and he's taken from his home to be trained in the ways of the Force by Yoda. As he owns his power, Dooku rises through the ranks, befriending fellow Jedi Sifo Diaz and taking a Padawan on his own, the promising Qui-Gon Jinn, and tries to forget the life that he once Led, but he finds himself drawn by a strange fascination with a Jedi Master, Lean Costana, in the mission she undertakes for the Order, finding and studying ancient relics of the Sith in preparation for the eventual return of the deadliest enemies the Jedi's have ever faced. This sounds effing amazing. As you could tell by my face, no, you can't all tell, but doesn't it? Um, I. I've always been intrigued by the Dooku character. I, I, I thought like Revenge of the Sith was a little cheesy uh, with him and stuff like that. Uh, but that like an origin story and like touching on the, like the Sifo-Dyas thing and expanding on that Who we've never line, seen. Yeah. Um, that sounds really exciting. And as an audio drama, you know, to boot. So that's, that's great. That's amazing. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Oh, and Mark Thompson is coming in. Mark Thompson does all of the Star Wars audiobooks, mm. which is great. He does just awesome voices, so that's cool that he's coming in too. It sucks they don't tell you. So follow Asajj Ventress as she uncovers the Sith Lord's mysterious past. Oh, so it's so from like kind of her perspective. I think it's told from her perspective. <laughs> what the fudge? Yeah, she's got top billing in the cast. That sounds even better now. Oh my gosh. All right. So this is just, I need this immediately. This is so good. Okay. Is it a release date? Mark Thompson is Yoda. Of course. Um, no, it just says uh, even as the dark. No, nope, no release. Date. Oh, they got, yeah, they got to record it and get through all that stuff. Well, they could be doing it. I don't it's know. True. But, all right. Yeah. This sounds effing great. What's next? So apparently, maybe we got a leaked episode nine poster. What do you What did you think about that poster? 
I thought it was part one of two posters. That one was told from the new uh, cast perspective, and there will be another poster that shows off Luke, Lando, um, Leia. Uh, you know, I know we did get C-3PO on the that poster, the leaked one, but, you know, we still have Chewie. I think we need to see R2. Like, So I think it's real. My only trepidation with it not being real is you think for it is being out this long, Disney would have said, oh, hey, it's not real or something. But since they haven't said anything, it also is probably why it's real. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like out there and then people forgot about it. <laughs> I would say it's probably like one of five. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you know there's going to be a poster with the old cast for sure. Oh, there's absolutely. No way and then a complete like dark side poster. This kind of was a dark side poster, though. This is no like a Knights of like Kylo, and then the Knights are in there. They are, but they're kind of just off to the side. Right. Okay. Yes, I understand that they'll go and do like a million effing posters, like they always do. There'll be like a whole droid poster, a whole fucking porg poster. That's right. There will be the one with C three PO and that bowcaster, and it'll be on my wall. (laughs) That's that's. I'm buying that toy, man. I can't wait for it. (laughs) We're not talking about that. Oh. All right. So anyway, I hope it's true. <laughs> but we'll find out next week because... As we said before, here comes Celebration. Yes. Can't wait for that. Um, you know, episode 9 trailer yeah. and title will <laughs> be out next week. We could get an Obi-Wan TV show yeah. announcement. We can get the... Old Republic movie announcement. You can get whatever Ryan Johnson's working on. You know, uh, Tales from Canto Bite, the film. <laughs> Rose. A Rose, Rose Tale. Tale. A trilogy. A Tycho trilogy. A Tycho Tale. <laughs> I hope to God to never see that. But anyway, whatever you feel about it, um, we're <laughs> going to get a lot of announcements. Well, I hope we also get an announcement, even though I think it would be better as a surprise, but just to kind of bring the the fans together, because that's the point of this whole celebration, is to bind the Star Wars galaxy together. I would not be surprised if, in addition to the Obi-Wan thing, because that's huge, uh, Dave Filoni will mention something about a new show with Sabine and Ahsoka. And also, this is the big one. Stay with me. Hayden Christensen will say that he's in episode nine. He'll just say it. You don't think they'll just let that be like a Yoda thing? No, I don't. Uh, I think there'll be some other things that we will not expect, like whoever Ray's parent is. And uh, maybe we'll see like Ewan McGregor show up as Obi-Wan or, you know what I mean? Like some things will be in there. Who Felicity is. Felicity. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she'll be Mara Jade. I mean, <laughs> she's not going to be anybody. Point is, <laughs> I think they'll say something. Okay. And then he'll be assassinated because he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> by, by Darth Maul. <laughs> oh, from George Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas will come Dressed out. He's, Darth Maul. he's directing episodes. Oh, my God. 11 and 12. <laughs> He's coming back at some point. Pod, Pod Racer trilogy. So don't, anyway, don't don't make jokes. It's gonna happen. They'll come back for one movie, and I think it's gonna be the reboot of Ewok Battle of Endor. <laughs> just um, one, just one Ewok. Anything that you really want to see come out of Celebration? Because by the time we record this next week, something's probably already happened. A Mandalorian trailer. Something that you want to see that isn't going to happen. That's going to happen. Oh, that's going to happen? Yeah, that's going to happen for sure. They have to. It comes out in October. They have to. I'm very excited for that. Um, uh, I don't know, man. All right. I don't. I just. I kind of just let Disney just give it to me. I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) We all kind of do because we all said. Hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, almost on their properties. So, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, what time is it then? 
it's time for the pursuit of plastic. So we got a slew of uh, Avengers Endgame product uh, hitting the market right now. Uh, there are some highlights, in my opinion. Uh, we did get a look at the figure arts figures. I did like that Black Widow a lot, but uh, I was I thought that Ronan was cool. I might I might just have to snag that at some point. Uh, but uh, Lego is making the uh, Iron Man Hall of Armor uh, playset, which is very cool. So you get a bunch of uh, you know that whole setup. So take a look at that if you have a chance. Uh, and there's there's just so much other stuff, of course, with like Funko announcing all the pops and and um, all the other Hasbro stuff that's coming. So uh, Avengers Endgame, we're in the Endgame, uh, and things are just getting started up for the collecting market. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have to wait. It's not like I don't want anything. There's some there's some things I want. Like I've always wanted an Iron Man uh, sideshow, always. So that's something that I really do want um, in my repertoire. And then I need a Captain America. You know, like there's certain there's certain uh, one six skill. I, I almost bought a Gamora two weeks ago. Really, the guy had it for one hundred and fifty dollars, and I was. It really can't. That with real know. hair? I don't know. Probably. I'm sure it's Zoe Saldana's hair. No, I'm just saying they, they sculpt some hair and they do real hair on some others. They've been sculpting hair more now. Mm, I think that has real hair. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, there's some things from Endgame that I'm absolutely going to want. And then there's probably things that we don't even know what the F is coming out with. So, so yeah. We don't Wait know. Wait till after on. we see the movie. Exactly. Um, kind of staying on that that the sideshow Hot Toys theme and Endgame as well. Um, yes, that Iron Man looks amazing, and that just may be the definitive one to you know pick up. But this Thanos, uh, the Hot Toys Thanos, <laughs> looks really badass um, with the light up Affinity Gauntlet with all all the stones. Six hundred dollars. Uh, it's six hundred. You. Looked at something different. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what I looked at. I looked at, I looked at the the Infinity War figure, and that was priced at the high three hundreds. I said, eh, yeah, no, it should be around that price. No, look it look, up. Are you sure it's not? Are you sure that's not one of like the premium ones? Because there are. Look at it. It it's, could be premium, but I saw a six hundred dollar price tag, and I go, ooh. No, I mean, oof. Look it up. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, if you have the money, do it because it's out of control and it looks effing great. So I don't blame you if it's something you want to go and invest in. And again, as we always say, Sideshow does not go down in value. In many cases, they go up in value. So you are literally making an investment if you go and put money towards it. Something to think about. Absolutely. I also uh, they they I was also impressed that um, with that Shazam uh, with the light up chest. I'm really hoping that uh, we get a good look at this soon. Is it a Zachary Levi skull? Yeah. Or, okay. Yes. Yes. They haven't put it up yet, and um. All right, dude. Listen the. It's four hundred fifteen dollars. One of them. Which one is six hundred dollars, bro? There's okay. no deluxe. I, maybe I'm wrong. I thought that there was one. No, no. I think what you see is, um, you know how they have those premium format figures. Yeah. Those, those are the six hundred dollars. The hot toy right here is, uh, and you can get fifty three dollars a month payment plan <laughs> for the next. Is four hundred fifteen dollars. Four hundred fifteen dollars. I just I just started my uh, my Darth Maul one and it, it's uh that was six hundred, it's fifty dollars a month for the next six months. No, how much did I spend? That's bad math, but eight <laughs> to ten months. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, man. It's so it's crazy. Um yeah, there's some great products coming out from Hot Toys as usual, and you just have to decide what's in your budget. <laughs> That's it. What's in your wallet? Uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing apparently because those toys are on sh- on my shelves. Um, lastly, uh, with Batman's 80th birthday this year, uh, they just like with Star Wars, uh, they are re-releasing some of the old sets uh, with with newer minifigures, uh, which is kind of frustrating because I have all these sets. <laughs> And I want some of these minifigures. And as you said, get the Lepin. I said, no, man, I'm, I can't. The Lepin just doesn't look as good as 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 these do. So I'm going to have to probably, like, go rob a store just like when I was 13. And that's it. So I'm getting that Shazam minifigure. Okay. I saw that Shazam minifigure. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so lots and lots of Batman figures coming out. I really like the Damian Wayne. I like the updated Batman suit. Yes. And the, the Bat Cycle, the uh, new 50. Well, I don't even know what you call it. It's not even new 52. It's the oh, Rebirth, Rebirth suit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's it's hard because they do look so cool. Um, if you don't I have those sets, those sets are amazing. I yeah. love them. They're just like the Tim Burton Batmobile and the Tim Burton Batwing. And the 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 Batcave is is one of my favorite sets ever. Um, yeah. You can drive the Batmobile through the doors, so it's just it's it's a great Lego setup, and I I, I can't wait to rebuild it. Awesome, yeah, it's a good mix, good mix of stuff. That's it. So, uh, Casey, where can you find us? Oh, don't forget towel.com, the only place to travel geekly, as well as all over social media at DFA Towel. That's don't forget to tell everywhere, all around you, <laughs> surrounding you, binding you, binding you to our geekly galaxy. Um, so yeah, this is Casey saying, go read your comics. <laughs> and this is Chris. We'll see you next time. <laughs>